everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen how's everybody doing glad to be back as usual off the top i want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in downloading streaming however you listen or taking my podcast i appreciate it uh yeah it looks a little different this week um a mother-in-law's in town. She's using our space that we use to record podcasts. So here I am in my dining room. Um, man, <clears throat> a lot going on the last couple of weeks. Um, I know last week was pretty heavy. A lot of loss in my family and in my corner of the world here recently. And uh, yeah, so I, all that is behind me now. Uh, am I over it? No. But I also learned a lot about myself in the last couple of weeks, but uh, I'll get into that. But as usual, off the top, I want to thank each and every last one of you guys for, again, tuning in, downloading, whoever you, however you listen or taking my podcast. I appreciate it. So tell a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody about my podcast, okay? If you're new, welcome. Um, I only do about 20, 30 minutes. I talk about different things in my life, stuff that's going on, stuff going on with my son. And speaking of which, I'll get right to my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, right now, not much of anything. Um, We're fresh off of two trips. We went to uh, Edmonton, New Jersey to bury my dad's mom, and uh, we just got back from Rochester, New York, to bury my mother's mom. Um, uh, he um, he didn't attend either funeral, but uh, he is asking questions about, hey, hey um, you know, um, where's heaven? Like yesterday, he asked me how far heaven, how far up it was. And I'm like, uh, I think it's more of a metaphorical thing, like another dimension type thing than it is like an actual physical height. Um, he asked if she was still in pain. And uh, I had to tell him that, you know, she was deceased and uh, doesn't feel anything anymore. And she's she's OK now. But uh, those are very difficult conversations to have with a nine year old, but. Um, a necessary one. But. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, he, he did. He did very well. I know at that age I was very, very weird and. Honestly, up until last week, I was very, very weird about death. Not that I'm completely over it, but I definitely learned quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll save it. Now, nah, you know what? I'll just get it out. I'll not get it out the way, but I'll just address it now and in, in, in on, a, on a higher note. So, uh, yeah, we drive up to uh, we fly up to Rochester. It just so happened I was actually booked already up there in my hometown at the Carlson and um, working with Mark Norman. Uh, last weekend, but I'll get there. So we get back home, um, and uh, we got family coming in from all over the country. And, uh, you know, honestly, it really wasn't a bad time at all. You know, I, I've, I've seen a bunch of family members I haven't seen in a long time, and we, we really had a good time. A lot of uh, memories about my grandmother, a lot of funny stories. Um, the service was was fantastic. They they actually flew in her pastor from from Florida, and he um, presided proceeded proceeded over the um, ceremony, the funeral. Uh, I mean, this is uh, apparently my grandmother knew this guy ever since he was a 
since he was born. Uh, his father was a pastor at, at the church he attended, and eventually he, he ended up taking over. And she actually mentored this young man, or at the time a young man, uh, into, you know, while he was a young preacher and a pastor. And uh, he told a lot of fun stories about her, uh, letting him know when he was making mistakes, when, whenever she would say something she felt was wrong, how she would always apologize to him, saying, you know what, Pastor, I shouldn't have said that to you. But he would said that uh, she groomed him and made him the, the pastor that he is today. So that, that was good to hear. Um, my mother spoke at the, at the, at the uh, funeral, and uh, she did really, really well. well. Um, I got I got to be honest, man. I was surprised that her and her siblings did so well at the ceremony. I, I keep saying a ceremony. I'm such I, I'm still locked into this military thing uh, at the funeral. I keep calling it a goddamn ceremony. It's so um, impersonal. So I apologize to my grandmother because it wasn't a ceremony. But uh, they did very, very well. Um, it's, I think it's starting to hit them now that she's gone, now that everyone has left. And uh, they're getting back into their regular routine. But it was it was a beautiful send off. Um, and I, I got to say, this is the most comfortable I've been uh, around death in my entire life. Uh, the funeral was on a Monday. But I, I went with my mother on Saturday to the funeral home to see uh, her body before. And I, I felt like that was something I needed to do. And I'm, I'm glad I did. Uh, my wife was there, man, and she uh, she really, I mean, literally acted as a pillar for me, you know, because we, we get to the funeral home, and before we walked in the viewing room, my sister was just like, hey, she's right here near the door, so there's no way to come in this room and, and, and not see her. And I, I, I completely lost it, and, and my wife came over, and she really comforted me. And honestly, man, that when you're talking about relationships and marriages and stuff like that, that's those are the moments that it's really all about. You know, I, I spoke about this before. Uh, a lot of people on social media, they just have this notion that marriage and relationships is like this fun thing of uh, just matching outfits, going on trips, eating crab legs, uh, just stuff like that, man. But and I get it; those those are the fun parts of a relationship. But the the moment that these moments that I've experienced in the, in the last couple of weeks are really what uh, marriages and relationships boil down to. People being there for you when you need them the most. <clears throat> and, and she was. It was really, really difficult. I mean, this is the closest person I've lost uh, in my entire life. I lost my uncle when I was, I want to say I was 12. I mean, at that point, I, I was still very awkward and weird. I, I didn't attend his funeral. Uh, I don't. I don't regret it. Not even these what thirty, almost thirty years later. I I, I don't regret um, not going. But I, I do remember viewing his body from afar. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I uh, yeah, I, I sat when we all sat and they laughed. I, I listened to to music and and just reflected and thought about her and and. Um, yeah, and honestly, I didn't feel much sadness um, about seeing her her body. I thought that was going to be the big hurdle for me, but she prepared all of us for years. She prepared me for years for this kind of thing. You know, my mother, my grandmother was a huge believer, and uh, she always told us, like, hey, when I die, do not feel bad for me. I'm going to see my father. I'm going to be with Jesus and God. So that gave me a lot of comfort.
And uh, I just, I was not sad about seeing her physical form. I was really just thinking about, you know, I just won't be able to talk to her anymore. I won't be able to see her anymore. Um, yeah, we had a special bond, my, my grandmother and I, and uh, she definitely will be missed. Um, now, when I first got home, I made a beeline right to the room to where she passed away. And, man, I tell you, man, what, from the moment that I, I was told she passed away until I got in that room, I was in such mental disarray, just the anxiety. Uh, I just I, I couldn't really form thoughts. I, I, just, I was all over the place. And I'm not lying to you, man. The, the moment I got into her room and I sat in her chair, it's just I had this overwhelming calm and and clarity that um that came over me and I, and I and I sat there for about an hour and I was able to you know just relax and chill and and I felt so much better I felt so much better after being in there my mother said she goes in there every day and she said it's just such such a calming and um peaceful or in that room, and um, I, I felt it. I felt it, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was a beautiful ceremony. Um, like I said, she will be missed, but I, you know, I, I, I'm not sad. I'm, I'm truly not sad, you know, because she she served her family well for 96 years. Um, she she died surrounded by her family, her, her, all of her children, her grandchildren, and her grand-grandchildren. I mean, they sang hymns. They prayed over her as she transitioned over. I mean, she really you couldn't really ask for a better way to go. And I, that gives me a lot of comfort. And uh, I just hope my, my mom and her siblings, um, I hope they do well with dealing with this. Because I know once everybody leaves and everything calms down and you get back into the swing of things, into your normal routine, that's when you really start to notice, like, oh man, she's she's not here. But they they all did so well. I know they were trying to put on a, a, a strong, brave face face for everyone. They did, but at the, I just hope that they uh, they find some comfort and relief in, in everything. Um, so, and you just learn too, man. There's just nothing like family, nothing like family, man. If you still have your grandparents, make sure you give them a call, talk to them. Just your family in general, just give them a call. Somebody you haven't talked to in a while, just. Shoot them a text message, uh, Facebook inboxes, just something. Let them know you're thinking about them. Uh, you, you never know when it's when it's going to come, come to an end. Um, and ironically, I, I mentioned before, my, my buddy Ricardo Flanagan, good friend of mine, he he passed away as well, 40 years old, just, you know, passed away. And um, it's just times like this I would really want to talk to him. You know, losing my grandmothers because, uh, like I said, I've always had a weird thing about death and all that kind of stuff. And even though I'm not a very spiritual person, I tend to gravitate towards people who grew up with a spiritual upbringing, which is kind of odd. But uh, I, I understand it. And Ricardo was one of those dudes where, like, um, he was no longer really active in the church, but he was definitely a believer. And we definitely connected on a comedy level. Um, this on a on a male level and we also connected on this um the spiritual level of where we both had experiences uh going to church and having mixed feelings about it but it playing a big part of your life and like this is definitely a time i would have him and i would have spoke 
quite often about, you know, me processing the death of my grandmothers and all that kind of stuff. But here he is, part of it all, and I can't talk to him anymore. Uh, I know it sounds corny, but I texted him a couple of days ago just to let him know that I missed him and all this stuff is going on. It's just, it just sucks that the one person I would have, um, I would have talked to outside of my immediate family is also gone uh, and, and, he, and he will be missed, but man. All right. So I got all the, the morbid stuff out of the way. So rest in peace to my grandmother, Alma Bailey. I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to think about you. Same with my man, Ricardo Flanagan, man. I love you too, brother. I'm going to miss you. And, um, I told myself I was going to make a promise that because Ricardo was a very, 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 very honest person and so smart, especially when it when it came to comedy, man. Some of the stuff he would call me and go, yo, can I talk about this on stage? I used to be like, man, I feel you on that, but you cannot say that in front of people. That needs to be a very specific audience. But uh, I, I always felt like we were going to get to a place where we could address things like that and say it in that manner. Um, I'm gonna miss that dude, and I, I just I'm, so I can say I'm gonna miss him, man. But uh, luckily, I, I have my family here. You know, my wife has been been great. My mom has been great. My sisters, everybody's been great. Um, and I felt like I grew up a lot over the last couple of weeks because, like I said, I was weird about death. But my, you know, my father's going through a lot of stuff right now, and he couldn't attend these services. So um, I took a lot of pride in, in representing him. I know what he means to our entire family, both sides of our family. I didn't want to let him down. I felt like I represented him well. I represented my family well. And uh, I just had to stand in there, stand in the pocket, and just and just and just suck it up, you know, and no matter how uncomfortable or or weird I felt or freaked out or whatever the word may be, I just had to suck it up and be a man and, and then be there for my family uh when other people couldn't. So that, and that's what family is for, is stepping in, filling those holes when, when people can't uh, be there. But um, overall, I had a, it was a it was a um, it was a it was a great weekend. It was a, a a mixed bag of feelings, you know, because as I mentioned earlier, I was um, already booked to work the Carlson that same weekend with Mark Norman. So I get in town Thursday. Um, I took the hotel, which I never do because I typically stay at my parents' house, but we had a lot of family over there, so I took the hotel. So we were staying in the hotel in your in your hometown, but did that. Um, Thursday night was fun. You, you know, it's just Thursday nights can be a little tricky, but I, I had a lot of fun. I tried a bunch of new stuff. It's always great, great working with Mark, man. He He's a uh, He's a great uh, comic and a friend to work with, man. He's always about the new. He knows that I'm funny. He, I don't, I never really feel any pressure to like, um, to just um, like go up there and go through the motions. He, he wants you to try stuff. You know, it, he doesn't want you to just go up there and just do your time. It's like, hey, get some work done, and and to be able to do that in my hometown. Um, with Marky Polito and Ty Youngman, they trust me, you know, and it's my hometown. So I felt comfortable. So honestly, I really couldn't have asked to, to be in a better place for uh, for what was going on. I couldn't ask for a better comic and friend to be with that weekend. And uh, we had a lot of, we had a lot of fun, man. We had a lot of great shows. And man, I tell you, man, Rochester people love to drink. It got a little crazy on Saturday. They're a little chatty on that first show. 
Um, I can't remember if it was a late show on Saturday, but somebody was so drunk they actually tried to <laughs> come up on stage while Mark was there, and security had to rush up and get the guy. They kicked him out. Um, but man, we had we had a lot of fun times. Uh, shout out to RJ Papura, my man Todd Gerslin, and um, my man Paul over at HTB. Uh, they came over to the hotel. They hung out one night. Uh, we walked around the beautiful uh, Park Ave area of Rochester. A lot of the, a lot of areas over there I haven't I've never seen. Um, it's, it's fall, and fall happens fast there. So a lot of leaves on the ground. The the, the um, <clears throat> yeah, the trees are changing, and I don't really know what. I want to say the the houses are kind of like 1940 style. A lot of big double houses. Um, this, these huge one-family homes that they've turned into three, four-family homes uh, now. I'm pretty sure you have, you guys have seen those type of homes where they used to just be mansions back in the day, but then they turned them into like three or four apartments. But just just beautiful architecture. The, the weather was nice. You got a nice cool breeze. All the leaves are changing. Uh, a couple of puddles where you could see the, the, the moon reflecting off the puddle. And you know it's getting around to it's getting to be around Halloween time. It, it just was a great, great weekend. We, you know, just walking around the, the city. Uh, people have their decorations up again. All the all the leaves change. The leaves changing colors. Had a lot of great conversations about comedy, about uh, TV shows. It was just a it was a great relaxing weekend, and it was it was a nice balance for me because during the day I'm dealing with the family stuff is. Even though we're having a good time, there's still a, a slightly somber uh, undertone to everything that we're doing at the house. And to be able to um, step away at night and do some comedy with good friends in my hometown. And um, it, it, it was a, it was overall, it was a great weekend. Um, the service was great. You know, my wife was great. My son did a great job. And now we're here back home and you know, these these um, things that I've dreaded for a long, a long periods of my life have now passed. And I just hope that my, my mom and her siblings um, find some peace and comfort. And I definitely don't want them feeling guilty for um, for. Um, because I spent a lot of time taking care of her. I just don't want them to feel guilty whenever they, they start to think about her or they don't think about her when they go, oh, I'm going to run to the store because that's something you have to do. Oh, what about. Mother, we got to think about her before we go to the store. Now that I don't have to do that, I don't want them to feel guilty for if they if they forget to to um think oh to think about her before they go to a store to, to, to they or they forget that you know to check on her. You know, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, yeah, I I don't, I don't want them to to, to dwell on, on anything. They they did everything that they could. You know, uh, she was a great mother. They were a great to her up until the end. I don't, I don't want them to feel guilty. And it, uh, honestly, it's time for them to focus on themselves. You know, they, they gave her all that they, that they could. And uh, she was happy up until the end and they did a great job and they need to know that. And they need to um, know that it, it's, it's okay for them to focus on themselves. Now they did everything they could for her and you know, it was her time, but um, yeah. So there's a show. That's the show. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, Instagram, um, subscribe to my YouTube page. Thank you guys so much for helping me get through this tough time. I know these have been a little, little down the last couple of weeks, um, but man, it just, that's life, man. You just a lot of ups and downs. And I, I felt like uh, I got a lot of 
cool things happening here soon. I, I got my crowd work special I'm shooting in about a month. Winston and I have a monthly show at the DC Loft starting December 15th. We're really excited about that. I, I think um, once we figure out um, our advertising plan and our marketing plan, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to take off. So, um, all right, guys, you guys have a great weekend, and uh, I'm out. Peace.